what's up? Yeah. I wouldn't even say last segment, but you know, I tripped up with this little <laughs> Q&A. And the Q&A is this basically, do women really trust their men? And I don't think they do. Me. Some women do. I think it's called, I don't even care, or I just, I think a woman just either, you just can't care, or you just have no clue. Hmm. I don't think no woman you really trust a man. Like, in other words, at what age were you when you knew we were dogs? Oh, boy. Well, pretty young. Yeah, pretty young. Because I've seen how, how men interact with women and even male friends, how they interact with other women other than their significant others. And I've seen a lot in these adulthood years of mine. But all these big asses just walking all over the place. Mm-hmm. You see it. Yeah. You live in Staten Island, you see white booties, black booties. Yeah, there's a lot more of that. Right. Yeah, a lot more of that. A lot more. So your man is black. Yeah. So now you have a white woman that got a black ass, you got a Hispanic woman that got a black ass, and she got a Hispanic ass. This it's ass everywhere. <laughs> you don't see a lot of good looking men walking around like that. Mm, with ass? Just with uh whatever. <laughs> what, what are you into? I don't know, abs, bodies, you know. Oh, abs and arms. Ooh. Okay. So do you see abs and arms on a man on a regular basis? No. So don't you understand to a degree it's kind of rough for us? Yes, it is. It's rough. I can understand. It okay. So do you trust men? In general, no. Okay. Okay. Why? Because you all... No. Because all these asses. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's so much out there. There's so much opportunity. Right. That it's very hard for you all to say no. In the gym, the streets, yes. the store. If ass is offered to you, and it's some good-looking ass, are you going to turn it down? Who, me? Yeah. That, that, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, Can you turn it down? Do you have the, the strength to turn it down? Yeah. Mm-hmm. As long as I'm blind. <laughs> and I don't mean blind disrespectfully. I mean, I got to literally be... Um, I would have to have a blindfold on, maybe. <laughs> see, you see. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I think women are so much great creatures that you guys have a. I don't think any man could turn that down. Mm. And I'm not, <laughs> I just, I, I think if it's presented in that matter to any man, mm. I don't think men are able to strongly turn. But men are not getting that response as often. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like a, a guy doesn't get hit on from women all of the in time. Unless you don't he's find that's more so now. I mean, with the kind of women that we have now, with the the kind of surgeries that women can have now, the kind of uh, different things that women can apply to their bodies now. You don't think that women are more confident to to step to a man now? No. The reason why women are not confident to step to a man still is that is one still old school tradition women are struggling with. Really? Yeah, because a man has to be a certain status or stature to really know what it is to get approached by a woman like a woman does mm. by a man. Okay. It's like, it's, like, it's like you, like granted, like, you know, you go out here with the tight pants and leggings and, 
you're shaping some shades. Dudes are going to be, I, I know that personally, you know what I'm saying? Guys are going to be all over you. But the average man doesn't know that, yo, I got eight chicks that try to talk to me today, or ten girls that try to talk to me the other day. Mm-hmm. You have to, like, level down so dudes don't be up in your face, you know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you have an appeal that most men would agree with. I know that personally because I'm a man. But your your man can't compete with you. He just, he's just, you know what I'm saying? Unless, unless you're dating a celebrity or somebody that's rich and happens to be like some model-looking dude that's in perfect shape, they just don't get the, men don't get approached the same way. Now, we have it available to us. Yeah. The women are throwing it to us and we raise as far as like, yes. you know, stuff like that. You go to a strip club, yes, and, and your money's sitting here and you got about $2,000 worth of singles. Yes, you're going to see what it is to get approached from the mad jewelry on, but just on a regular basis, no, and that's why so many men are so materialistic and they do what they do. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're trying to ask me that question that I tried to throw you off for. So <laughs> what was the question? I don't remember now. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you basically let it be known if, if I was to, um, I just say I don't think no man could turn that down. Mm-hmm. I think men are more predictable than we realize. We mm-hmm. say things because we don't live. It's like It's like basically saying, you can look at my face and say, you're not going to just approach, deal with any man behind your man's back. Right. But there is a man that will approach you, maybe this one man in this whole entire world that could actually probably get your attention. And you well, mentioned you it because it was... Okay, attention, yeah. Well, he, he just Elba. Right. <laughs> well, he just, after he just Elba, if he approached you knowingly and rolled up in limo or whatever and approached you, your response would probably be a lot different than just another dude that's just coming out as a trainer. He's oh. like, hey. Well, yeah, to be quite honest, absolutely, yes. The, the response would be different. But I was still, going back to what I was saying before, I would still not break my loyalty. But you did get approached numerous times since the 17 years you've been on and off in your relationship. Yes, I've been approached. Like, on a basis, on a regular basis. I, I, I try not to look at it like that. It's, for me, it's not a regular basis. You know you guys be approaching you like crazy. No, not on a regular basis. The things that men do to have great loving, mm-hmm. great sex, we go through a lot. You know, we make this stop to the, do you want anything from the store? Mm-hmm. Be like a store. Mm-hmm. If a man's with the woman for the first night, he usually makes a stop at that bodega and he gets up three-pack of whatever condom that he uses. Mm-hmm. If he's a black man, he pretty much knows it's a magnum. <laughs> I'll just flame it. I'm pretty sure there's some other brothers that could wear. But um, the thing is, you have to have spice. Mm-hmm. So to entice your night, you mentioned that you, you may wear, you know, some panties, bra, whatever. Something cute, yeah. you know. Whatever looks good, you could be able to carry over. You know, you got your feet all oiled. Make sure you get that little area in the back of the foot that may be a crusty from driving all the time. Like, all that is important. Yes. So, what is the number one thing that, for a date, that there's a bottle that's going to be portrayed? Now, we have water in here. You're just drinking water. So, you're more like an earthy girl, that we call them. Like, very green of you. That's very green of you. Very green of me. Very green of you. (laughs) So, like, what would you... What kind of drink has been presented for you and your man to have a nice little night after you walked around in your little cute panties and bra? Well, juice always works for me. <laughs> so you're telling me something as simple as some simple apple juice. Good old apple juice always does the trick. Really? Absolutely. 
So you actually get into the mood with some nice music playing and some apple juice? Yes. Just, you know, it has a little bit of sweet to it. It satisfies that little sweet desire that I need, you know, to get me happy. Absolutely, apple juice. I got some news for you. <laughs> In most cases, man is not drinking his apple juice <laughs> unless something is mixed in with it. And they got to be something mixed in it that's serious. Because what happens is, is that he may drink this because he may had just brushed his teeth. Right. And he doesn't want you to smell the, the you know, the, the, the ethanol or whatever they should use. <laughs> <laughs> Fluoride. <laughs> and that's not a battery I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, it's not a <laughs> But this is, um, you know, apple juice is something that we probably drink for thirst. Like, oh, when we finish rocking, we probably would drink oh, this, this would whole be thing. Great afterwards. Right. Cold. And it's cold. It's freezing, right? But the reality is that there's something that goes a little deeper than that. Is in this not really this? Not, not apple juice. Now, when you want to go lay some shit down, <laughs> this, my dear, is all that you can be. This is Hennessy. In most cases, a lot of black people love this. A little bit of color, love, love brown. Yeah. There's some white bars that I actually presented and I walked into. Not that I drink Hennessy, but mm. people that I was with, um, they, they don't serve the brown if there's certain crowds in it. Yeah. Well, what is it that this does for a black This man? is the best thing ever invented because basically, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the drink champs, Nori. But what it is with Hennessy is, Hennessy is the thing that you used. Number one, if you, you really didn't want to be with the woman mm. and you really, really like, I don't really want to do it, but she's paying my car note or something like that. <laughs> you take a nice shot of this, man. You'll be able to tear something up. Or if you're with your woman and you know what, you've been bad, you haven't been with the greatest, and you know, you've been neglecting her because you've been with her for so many years, this could do some damage too. Because it could put, but this is good if you're both of you in the mood because you know, straight though, like no rocks or nothing. Yeah, like it's medicine y, but that it, it flows in nice. Now, I would suggest that you should be 21 and over doing this, but oh, of course, this is definitely one of the main <laughs> ones that people tend to do a lot more often. Mm. But there's another surprise, too. Now, a lot of things is, it's like, these absolute little vodka things are very interesting yeah. because, yeah, because you could mix things up with this. Like, you could actually mix up, like, cranberry juice and, oh. and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, have you ever actually drunk? Any absolute, any vodka? I have. You know, I my favorite drink is the Malibu Bay Breeze, which has, um, oh, that's rum. See, I'm mixing up my liquors. But, yeah, that tastes so good. But vodka, if you mix this with cranberry, isn't that a cosmopolitan? Is that right? I believe so, because I'm just as bad as you with alcohol. I've had that, and it's not bad. Now, did it make you feel frisky? No, it made me feel tired. It made me feel sleepy. So it didn't really do too much? No. What is his drink of choice? He's not a drinker either. Oh, really? Re yes, really and truly. Because that's why you got to stay so preserved because you don't drink. <laughs> well, the thing is with this, the great things about these, these are pretty inexpensive, and the great thing about them is that this is your shot. Oh, that one serving? Yeah, that's just one serving. Like you just, you just How many going, calories? This, uh, that's a good question. It's pretty <laughs> thick. It has to be. But it'll get you through the night. Okay. Because it'll put you in the mood if she wants some, but you really don't want to do anything, but you really want to, you know. That would put me to sleep for sure. This would definitely put you to sleep. Because you're not really too much of a drink. No. Now, if you're dating a, a dude that 
you know, this is the half white side of you, right? Right, right. Okay, yeah. so Bud Lights are pretty, uh, you know, are you a beer drinker? No, I hate beer. But this is the all-American drink. Bud Light. Yeah. A cold one. Yeah. Now, I don't know if these were more aphrodisiacs, but pretty much um, a cold beer on a summer day or whatever. Yeah. I don't think nobody, I, I would like to see a whole bunch of construction workers start getting a little frisky <laughs> after drinking these. Drinking a beer? But, I, you know, it's the all-American thing, like yeah. you said. Yeah, that's the all-American drink. I know that a few of these does it for many men of right. the Caucasian right. persuasion. Right. So if you were drinking, you know, if you were dating an older white dude or something like that, <laughs> probably something. Beer would do it. So you did your little juice. Yeah. Now this is funny because this is like kind of like the most the typical thing. Like oh, Ciroc. Yeah, Ciroc is usually uh, it's typical. Mm. You know, because these bottles are like two, three hundred dollars in the club, mm. but you know, yeah. But you can get one at the liquor store for like forty, fifty dollars. But this is something that you can sit with and chill and mix with your juices. You could even actually put this with it. You can put the apple juice with the Ciroc. You could put pretty much apple juice, you know, cranberry juice. Oh. This is another little spice to your... Okay. Right, you know, you could put this in a bottle. Because if you bring him this chilled with a nice some ice or whatever, it could kind of like, yeah. you have a nice little silk robe on and a nice panties and bra. You bring him in this, he may really go to work. Oh, wow. I'm telling you this right now. Because, I mean, they make flavors in Ciroc, but you could probably really, really go to work. And I, I don't suggest this for any woman that's pregnant. Or no. This is not, we're talking about just straight up, just no. hardcore sex. So, this without a doubt is <laughs> <laughs> okay. something else. So, you want to call it like an apple Ciroc if you want to mix it up. Apple Ciroc. Okay, I can definitely try that. But they actually do have the flavor too, but just in case oh, if you didn't have. No, no, no. They, no. They, they, they have the flavor, but if you wanted to mix it up, you'd still be. They've cute. done all the work already. Yes. Okay. Because they prepare for people like you. For me. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm trying to explain to you. Yes. If he really wants to go to work, mm. right? Mm. It's not the Bud Light. Mm. These two beers are very. What is the difference here? Well, this one looks all American. This one looks like it's international. This one is probably for the roots. For him to get in a stronger erection. For real? Yes, because see, happens with these. These beers are considered more like uh, I'm not gonna even say the name of it, but it definitely <laughs> has a, them X's. Ain't making it any better. Oh, I, I guess the X's would mean something, wouldn't they? <laughs> well, you gotta remember because you have two different choices. Because in order for him, at a certain point in his life, to back this up, uh -huh. he has to make sure that this goes with it. <laughs> So they must come as a package. They need to come as, as a package. I mean, you know, if the West Indian brothers are, you know, is your man West Indian? No. He's American? Yes. So the West Indian brothers kind of do something a little different. They go a little harder, and I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure you know what that's called. Yes. Yeah, what is it called? Um, well, I, I don't know for sure how to say Yeah, yeah I know you know what it is. Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's basically a beer that we represent as a root, and yes. I'll say that much, but... This is exactly what happens. So this is why we stress to you that all these things have some... I just don't see how the apple juice works together with that. Mm. But if it works for you, mm -hmm. that's great. 
the thing is right now is if he's on point, he has to make sure you're good with that. He has to make sure that he's good with this and his secret weapon is yeah. on the side. Okay. Or whatever he's doing. It could be that. Okay. So to say the least, if he's performing in an erratic behavior, mm. would you hold that against him that these are the situations he had to have behind? When you say erratic, what do you mean? I mean, he's delivering a lot better than he probably ever did in his life. Oh, then by all means, please. <laughs> have at it. <laughs> and even with you with your, your, your apple juice. My apple juice, and I can keep my apple juice, and my stamina is good, have at it. Would you want to join him with these if he had that? No. That'll change me altogether. I will no longer be that erotic person. So you're saying you would be an animal? No, I'm saying I would need to sleep. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> the green woman has spoke once again. And she's natural. We appreciate that. But this is what it is. When we ask about your spice in your life, what is spice? Is it the fact that he comes in the room with the Trojan Magnum condom, which should be good for a woman to enjoy that, and she's protecting herself. Mm -hmm. If he has some hen dog, mm -hmm. if he has some Ciroc, some regular absolute Silvaca, mm -hmm. or some apple juice. Basically, whatever works. Basically. See so your drink of choices? Apple juice. I've been going through some things for the past couple weeks with black and white, white and black, Hispanic, black band. I feel that black women are very loyal to their race. Mm -hmm. Probably a little too loyal. You know, what could you say about that? Are you loyal to your race? Well, I have a mixture. So for me to say that I can be loyal to one race, for me, it doesn't work for me because then I feel like I'm almost being a hypocrite. You know, um, I'm half white, half black. Am I loyal to my black side? Absolutely. Because I've only ever dated black men. But that's just who I'm attracted to. But for me to say that I should be loyal only to black men, that doesn't work for me. My parents were white and black, and I'm very grateful for that. I've had two cultures to be a part of, two cultures to embrace, and when it's love, love is love. <laughs> you know, why do we always have to look at skin color? Why does it always have to be about that? Why can't it just be about the love, genuine love? I think black men are the least racist people in the world. I think so, too. I think <laughs> a black man will see a white, a black woman with a white guy, and we're like, that's cool. Mm. Black women, on the other hand, a little, you're a little harder with that. You know? But then, you know, black women are always perceived as angry and frustrated and always kind of looked past right. because of the perception, which is not fair. That's not fair to a black woman either. No, it's not. You know, and then a lot of black women believe that black men date white women because they're just more easygoing. Why is it so hard to date a black woman and embrace her strength? That's a great question. I think from here you're going to just be asking me the questions because that's actually a great question. <laughs> um, I don't think, I think the perception, I agree with, with black women are a little, just a little outrageous, like. I just believe that there's just a lot of women that have a lot of anger issues these days now. Sure. You know, a friend of mine actually said something deep the other day. He was talking about there's a bad batch. 
it's kind of <laughs> wasn't the greatest thing for a woman here, but he feels there's a bad batch of women when it comes to um, the respect and the authenticity of how things used to be and how women should be. He feels that that's not going to change for another 20 years. Wow. Yeah. I hadn't really thought about that's that. That's right? Yeah, seen anything like that. But he must be seeing something that um, maybe is on the horizon. I don't know. Well, you know what it is? He was married once, and he's just... Uh, we come from the school that when people sit there and say that black women are this, that, like, eh, it's not really the sisters, it's really the issue. I can say I have probably had more problems with my siblings and sisters, their dating lives, than I did <laughs> black women. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I, I mean, I dated about millions of black women, but I never, I, I never, you know, I didn't, I didn't feel that was the stressful point. Mm -hmm. I think the stressful point was me dealing with the woman that really, really mattered in the ultimate way because those are your siblings. And yeah. Their decisions were all a reflection of the family, et cetera, et cetera. So, you know, even overcoming that, I never really believed that because I believe that women as a whole, I believe that there's a lot more bullshitters just in the world. Yeah. You know, so I don't really, I never really felt that there was the angry black woman, even with that perception. Never did, never did. When there was a black woman that was having angry, she was an individual, mm -hmm. but... But women in general are angry. We have right. we have reason to be angry. It's not a black woman's issue. It's a woman's um, issue. And even issue is a, is a hard word to call it. You know, right. we have feelings, we have emotions, we have hormones. Right. So anger is taken as a, uh, a bad thing and used against the black woman because she may express herself more than a white woman may. You got some questions for me. You know, you know, <laughs> so then, why is it that when a black woman uh, speaks out and speaks her mind, that she is perceived as angry, as opposed to just being that strong woman that she is and having no fear of saying what's on her mind? Um, I think that black women have issues with the fact that their foundation wasn't as strong and that's why they're paying for it. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of uh, women that speak from a stress of, I, I feel that sisters are just undeniably, I feel that they're just misguided and that's why they come off that way. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that just when I guide a lot of my black women, you know what I'm saying? Because if you look at it, the question I always ask them is, what was the relationship with your dad? Mm, very important. Then I'll say, if dad wasn't there, okay, so that explains a lot. So what male figure was in your life? Didn't really have any. Um, my uncle. Well, what about your uncle? Well, he did this, but he did this. So it all, there's no woman I've ever encountered in my life, ever, ever encountered in my life, that singly made the greatest decisions and had a bad foundation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Every woman I knew that I've known and know that made bad decisions in regards to males, whether they're dating now and just can't keep a decent guy, it's because of the foundation of the men. You know, you could have a father that was in your life, but you know what I'm saying, if he ain't teach you how to love a man, you know, that's right. she's, she's going to be doomed. So I just feel that a lot of black women, like white women, white women to look at a black woman and be wanting what they were, and black women with the white people got. You know, some people feel that owning a house is like, wow, man, people are going to respect me in society more. And then they may even say, well, damn, if my skin was darker and I had a better body, people may like me any some more. There's always something I feel on different race ends, but 
even then I just feel that people just not, you know, there's a foundation. More white American women had better foundations in comparison to, mm-hmm. comparison to mm-hmm. black women. They had better foundations of family basis a lot more. Um, and you see that in the rural areas. So I feel that it's it's a little deeper with black women. That's why, if, you know, this dudes that talk this thing, I ain't going to name anybody on YouTube, but there's people that put the black woman down. I, every time I hear a black man put a black woman down, it's because he can't handle her. Yes. So that, that's just, that's the weak man, you know what I'm saying? And quite frankly, I think that's disgraceful. You should be uplifting, first of all, uplifting your race. Whether you agree or disagree with whatever it is that the woman did or said or whatever, you should still be uplifting your race. You shouldn't be putting down that woman. You should be uplifting her. Where is she coming from? Why is she coming from that? Try to understand her as opposed to shut her down. You know, As you said, a lot of black women have not had that foundation. So they have to go on whatever strength that they have to survive. Sometimes it's all about survival. Yeah, it is. And that's another thing, too. Think about the, the woman that wasn't taught to survive. Like she went and got a job, or maybe her father could have told her how to be an entrepreneur. Mm. You know, maybe the dad made it harder for her because he didn't leave her any money when he had money 30 years before she was born and didn't put anything away and for the future and she couldn't get the best education, whatever it may be. I just think that this is just a misconception with black women. Like, I never felt that, you know what I'm saying? Mm. I never had an issue to think black, white girls do this better or whatever, like... Of a fine woman's a fine woman to me. And me, myself, I feel that I've made good choices with the woman I dealt with. So if there was a woman that was even promiscuous, I knew about it. Mm-hmm. I can't blame her. I can't say all oh, these sisters. Like, I never felt that way. Mm-hmm. So um, who's better in bed? Uh, I, can't, I can't say this. I mean, it's an individual. <laughs> um, what can I say that my different race that does anything better than a black woman? Um... I feel that a Hispanic woman are into black men, Mm -hmm. but the same struggle that white women went through where their families or Asian families that wouldn't embrace it, I feel that they're taught not to like us. Mm -hmm. I think think a black man is, is, I think black men don't even credit themselves to this, that we are the highest demand of men in the world. Yes, yeah. You know? Um, at the end of the day, I don't care what nobody says. Like, there's no, if you look at porn, there's no uh, category for big, and not to put down a white man or a Spanish man, but there's no category for big white cock. <laughs> it's it's big, it's BBC, you know? And, and a, a BBB is big, beautiful woman. That's across the board. But there's a category called big black cock. And... I don't care what no man says in this world. No man desires to have a small penis. And, you know, I told people this over and over again. You know, listen, whatever you call me, I listen, I'm on YouTube. I, I have people calling me the worst names in the world. I get the N-word called to me at least five times a day. Wow. Yeah. At least five times a day. So it's like, but at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, I'm confident to know at the end of the day, if there was a room of 10 black men and we have a room of 50 women of all different races, they're going to be hollering their asses off. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that confidence alone just makes me just say, you know, if you want me to throw a bow back, I could throw that back. But let's not losing focus. The reality is, is that if we could be cocky that way, we could. Yeah. Because categories... Categories are made in the adult industry because of demand. Okay. And those are undercover demands. Mm-hmm. Those demands are people that 
are behind the window and they don't want to put that out there, and that's why the demand is there. Okay. And usually BBCs are not with black women. Water, water. We're here with Green and Jillian, right? Water, water is life. Water is life. And she's actually doing something different because you're going to ask Nathaniel. You could ask me that. Oh, I can ask you now? <laughs> so, Nathaniel, here's the question. Why is it that so many black men are now more into Latin women as opposed to black women? Um, more Latin women have developing body parts that's developing into black woman parts. Mm. You know, everything that they put down on a black woman years ago is no longer putting down now. It's, it's a demand. Wow. And black men are starting to see the same body structures that we've been seeing since the beginning of time. You could look, listen, you could look back in a 1970s Soul Train, right? Mm -hmm. Or American Bandstand. Or even go back into the 50s, 60s, and you, you see white women, and um, they didn't have any, you know, butts and chest like that. You even could see some Colombian woman on, you know, um, Scarface and the guys approaching the girls on the beaches. They didn't have no bodies like that. Yeah. But you think of Miami South Beach right now, it's big asses and big titties. Mm. The thing is now, men love variety. And variety means different choices. So if you could have a cupcake that's chocolate, you know, a cupcake that's vanilla, it's pretty boring. You can have a chocolate cupcake with some orange twist to it, with some sprinkles that's green and mixed with some pink ones. Now it makes it more exciting. It's still black, but now it's like an edge to it. And the same thing with the vanilla cupcake. Mm. So now, Hispanic women, especially Dominican women, more so now than, you know, I figured the independence of Dominicans coming into the States like that was probably over 30 years now. Is it? have to be around that because I don't remember going to, you know, public schools, you know, in my time with Dominicans up until I graduated. Mm, okay. You know, we went to school with, you know, I live in New York City all my life, but so we went to school with Puerto Ricans. But even then, anything, let me stress this, any woman that has a body that emulates a black woman, we like. Okay. So that it doesn't have nothing to do with we like Latin over black. It's just more Latin women are coming in all different shades, whether they're dark skin, light skin, fair skin, whatever, and they have these incredible bodacious bodies. Mm. So black women feel we're selling out. It's like, how are we selling out? Number one, Hispanics are part of the black race. There's only four races. And I, I, I have this conversation so many different times, and I'm like, there's no such thing as a Hispanic race. Mm, mm. So at the end of the day, if you're into people of color, yeah. that would basically, that would be... right, yeah. Native American, whether it's you know Jamaican, whether she's Dominican, whether she's Colombian, whether she's Spaniard, I mean. Yeah, those are all women of color. All women of color. Mm -hmm. So. I feel that now that our variety has is is expanded. And I think now with this new breeze now of, you know, it's not just Puerto Rican women now, it's Colombian women now. It's like every Latin woman now is just born with these, excuse me, more so, born with shapes. 
And I think black men now are in the candy stores, and it's just like they're just it's just a sign of times. I don't think it has anything to not want to be with a black woman, you know, not wanting to not be with a black woman. I feel that black women um, have to embrace what they've created and don't allow the woman that's coming up with the bodies that's emulating and rep- representing them and not take over. You know, you look at Jennifer Lopez's body and you look at Nicki Minaj and you're like, wow, Nicki Minaj's shit is fake and you're a black woman. Then it's like Jennifer Lopez always had this thigh and chest in her earliest time. You could, you know, you look at Nicki Minaj five, seven years ago, she wasn't built like that. So that's that kind of that's like one small isolated situation that will kind of like, damn, you know, you're trying to emulate a black woman and you're a black woman. So just be proud of what you are, because now it doesn't look good. Because now you have this woman that is Latin, this of the same race. And she's coming through and her body's crazy. Mm-hmm. So black men love that. So I figured, you know, a woman knows now a black man is not going to pay no more attention when they ain't got no ass and titties. So it's all about the physical presentation, what her physical looks like. Mostly, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, from the first presentation and when we see a woman, it's about that body. That body could put a man into a complete different frenzy you know he could be walking with the prettiest woman in the world and another woman passes by and she could be asian she could be everything that we least expected she can be with the body of who we are because it it does represent us you know you look at any you want to see any natural woman that undeniably has bodies that almost look fake or african woman do you know that very much so and we're not talking about east african we're talking about like Hardcore like Nigeria and you know, like all the African things that we tend not to represent because blacks still don't know too much of their history, so we're still kind of lost in that. But I live in a community where there's a few African women, and we're like, Jesus Christ! But you know what it is? It's like she's African as opposed to if she's Dominican, it adds kind of an exotic to it, so it's kind of like. We're, we're African-Americans, so we don't really take to it as much because we really don't travel to the countries the way we should, but that we go to Dominican Republic and we're like, oh my gosh, this is so exotic, we're just completely lost. So I feel that to some degree, we kind of like, um, hip- we're kind of hypocrites in one way, but I don't think it's that we don't like black women. Okay, because the way it's sounding is there's still a perception about a Latin woman as opposed to a black woman. Even though we are all still part of one race, there's still that perception of Latin versus black. That's a good question. Um, it's a good point, actually. I think black women are beautiful overall, and I think Latin women are more exotic. Mm-hmm. So black women are not necessarily I'm, exotic. I wouldn't say that they're not necessarily exotic, I've just been. I feel like across the board, you like black women are just naturally beautiful. It's mm-hmm. like you have something natural, and you have a little that little extra thing to it. And I give that in a sense of you have a black woman that has, you know, a natural hairdo. Yeah. And let's just say a natural could be like my hair, you know, a little coarse or whatever. Wild. She's just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, look at her beautiful body. Then you have the same woman that has her body that 
happens to have long hair and straight hair, you know. And the people get offended by this, but this is what we this is how a black man thinks. Yeah. We're like, oh, that's that's kind of a twist to it. She got she had a black body, but she got white hair with 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 Chinese eyebrows. Like it's 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 kind of a mixture. So then you have uh you have that mix and it kinda is like I'm kinda digging that. Mm-hmm. So the beauty and exotic. So now you have a black woman that's mixed with Italian or anything. Anything that a black woman is mixed with becomes exotic now because it's she's coming out of her beauty species to spreading out and mixing up a little bit. Anything that you mix is exotic. Mm-hmm. You know, you mix up a sauce, and it's easy to make barbecue sauce, but you can have ketchup. It's like, this ketchup is good, but you can make it into barbecue sauce by putting mustard in it. Mm-hmm. And you taste that little zestiness to it. Mm-hmm. Which, I, I don't see the difference, but there's there's there's... A feeling that people feel that you're putting on a black woman because she's less of a black woman because well, she's not exotic. No, a black woman is beautiful, and I feel that anything that adds on to black naturalness of a black woman gets their exotic appeal as they go on mm-hmm. because they're mixing it up. Is that offensive? And be honest. Uh. In a sense, but your honesty is is really what needs to be heard because you're telling it like it is. But yeah, it is a bit offensive because what it sounds like is that if you had a black woman and a Latin woman, a black woman with her natural hair, the banging body, the Latin woman with her long flowing hair and the banging body, that the Latin woman would always be picked first. The Latin woman would always be the one that the man would go after. These days, I don't think enough men are around a mixture of women to see that. If you look at a Dominican man around his community, around his woman, mm-hmm. and I mean like in Dominican Republic, like he's around these women, he's used to it. Because right. his woman is just beautiful woman, you know what I'm saying? Like, he is just used to it. It's not exotic because he's not outside of his realm. Okay, so it's all day, every day for him. It's all day, every day. So I think with opposites attract. If you look at a white woman with a black body, just curved like a sister. Which is a lot more of that, too. A lot more of that is coming up. It becomes a thing of, hey, this is kind of giving me an exotic appeal because I, I come, I'm black. So I'm already coming from where black is beautiful. But now I'm starting to see these different mixtures. Come on, let's just keep it real. If you see a black woman, a black boy mixed with black and Asian, he has exotic appeal. Yeah. His skin is golden. His, his, his hair is different. You know, 50 Cent's son, was, uh, he had a black son. Then he has a black and Dominican son. Still black, but there's still a there's a difference mixture. with the two. You can see the mixture, and I think people are afraid to admit that exotic is exotic and beautiful is beautiful. What is the difference? It's just it's not levels. It doesn't mean exotic is better than beautiful. It doesn't mean beautiful is better than exotic. I just think it's different classifications. If a man is tall and and he's he's athletic build, right? Athletic build would be somebody like me. Then you have a somebody that's Athletic build into somebody else that could be a, a skinny guy with damn a six pack. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. Tupac could be a guy that was considered in shape, but at the end of the day, he couldn't get into the ring with this, a heavy waiter. Mm-hmm. 
So now we look at it and say, wow, the big guy doesn't get no love now because now the skinny guy just lifts his shirt up and shows his six-pack. That's the era that we're living in now. Mm. You know, if a black guy is mixed with Chinese or, or any Asian descent, he's a Brazilian, he's automatically exotic. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. You see, but then when it becomes a thing of a black man, can a black man be exotic? Can Seal, does, do we look at Seal as a good-looking black man or is he an exotic-looking black man? <laughs> you know, some women just call him an ugly brother, you yeah, know, black motherfucker, you know, you know what I'm saying? I've heard it. So I think that people have a, too much of a misconception of black people Black comes in all different shapes and sizes. And what the hell is that? <laughs> um, black comes in all shapes and sizes, and I think that I don't. I, I feel that black men, if black men grew up in these different areas, it'd be a different. And the thing is, damn mosquito, so early. <laughs> um, I think if black man grew up in and was born and raised in Brazil. It would be every day for him. It'd be an exotic woman when he comes here. Right. That, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's point, it's, yeah. it's it's I feel that you know it's outside of your realm. You know, there are still a lot of women coming up in all these different creeds and colors and nationalities that are coming out with a lot of shapely bodies in it. Black women got that first. Yes. Yes. Women. Black women have always been shapely. Have always had the body. You know, it's natural for them. Whereas other women are buying it, but still attracting the oh, men. Put, up, uh, put the mic to your face. Hmm? You forgot to put the mic to your face. Oh, sorry. <laughs> the body, the natural curves, the bodaciousness. It's always been natural for them. Whereas today, other women of other races are buying these things and making their bodies into that unnaturally, but still attracting the men that the black women feel that they should naturally attract. Mm. That's, that's, that is actually a good point. But you know what it is? It's like Kim Kardashian's mother. right? Kim Kardashian's mother is the biggest pimp in the world. Mm-hmm. And she had a plan. She said, listen, in order for my daughters to get these black entertainers, they got to fit the requirement." And I don't care what black man tells you this, man, but whether your black man is a hustler, whether he's an entrepreneur, whether he's a good worker, whatever the situation is, the majority rules. Most black men love big asses. Mm-hmm. We're ass fanatics of our ladies. And, you know, knowing that most of us are able to back it up, because from a physical standpoint, um, most most brothers could relate to knowing that they know how to pack the goods to deliver. Mm-hmm. So you can't have nothing there and be in the big asses. You know, the confidence comes to and say, y'all could tear that up because they know they could tear it up because they got the proper tools to do it. You know, you got the proper tools to back anything up. That's what it is. We've seen this as children. So getting older, it's like everybody has an ass now. Yeah. Like, when I was in school, we probably had about three to four, maybe five white girls in a whole single graduating class that they really had bodies, <laughs> yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. and I'm not talking about like saying, like there was a lot of banging beautiful white girls, but very few. Had the curves. The curves. Because they, they don't naturally have, or didn't naturally have the curves. Right, they didn't. I mean, I know one Puerto Rican woman 
that had the biggest ass in school forever, Diana Bellamy. Okay. And she was a tomboy when I met her back in middle school. But her butt was so big, I almost believe she was embarrassed of it. Because oh. that was the time. Yeah. Like, it was that incredible. She was wearing overalls, and the overall used to literally, there was a gap between the overall bottom part mm -hmm. because of her dip. That's how amazing her body was. Mm -hmm. This woman, 28 years later, I'm going to matter of fact, 30 years later, still got a natural body. Mm -hmm. So she had something that she had that was so rare and so common now. Mm -hmm. So now the women that don't have it, they're going to get the injections. Get you know, like I went to a strip club and I totally got turned off because it was like every girl had has like four or five different marks of shots all on her butt. Yeah, because they're doing so many different things. Like, people were trying to go to the gym and do these exercises when these girls wasn't doing these exercises in the sixth grade. Right. I'm going back to the fifth, sixth grade with these women that grown woman bodies. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to my friend Lisa Capote. These are women that had it. So, knowing that black men responded so well to deliver, women knew that in order to get that, this is what they have to have. So, a lot of other races ain't happy about that. Because Asian men are not into their women to have asses like that. And, you know, even though some of the Latin men, are, a lot of Latin men are into bodies too, don't get it twisted, they're not too much into black women per se. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, you know, we've heard a lot of other things because now it's like, you're not into the black women, but they're the ones that created all this. Mm -hmm. It's like a kid that wears some Jordans and he's 16 years old and he wants to sit there and tell me what to wear. It's like, you got to be kidding me, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm a grown man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, when, when you were wearing, when I was wearing this, you wasn't even thought about being born. Like, me and your father was like 12, 12 years old. Mm -hmm. So get out of here with that. So it's the same thing. Like, you, I think if more, I think if Kim Kardashian and a lot of these Latin women would pay homage and started letting it be known that, yo, like, when you guys were making a joke about it and thinking that it was funny to look like Shanae or look at the big lips, but now you're doing all this now. Like, yeah, that shit is crazy to me. So do black men find Latin sisters more attractive than before? Yes, they do. Mm -hmm. They're finding them to be more attractive than before. Doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not attracted to black women anymore. I just think that there's a small amount of black women that are competing with the Latin women and they're messing themselves up in the process. Mm. It's like you, you already have this body. And I know one particular girl that I'm not going to say her name. She's been a dancing forever, but she could because she got the body. She, oh, she, I can show you a picture of this girl when she started dancing and you would think that today that would call it a fake body. Wow. Right. I can show you that picture right now. I know the exact picture. But what she did was she actually got more work. She got more work and more work, and now she messed up. Mm -hmm. So now it becomes a, your stuff's not real. Because nobody nobody believes nothing's real anymore because yeah. so many people are doing it. But she was born this way. Mm -hmm. Her sister, born this way. Her sister's is a dark skin, and she's light skin. They both just had genetics. Mm -hmm. So now the genetics, we don't get the credit. So it's like if you're going to sit up here and, and emulate one thing, don't take the credit, because now black men are into it. Black men are into it now, because if you got 10 women that he grew up with that did not necessarily maintain their bodies to that degree, 
he's looking on the other side of the fence and that Latin girl has something that he didn't see in 10 years. Yeah. And they know what to do to get us. They know that's what we like. If you go into any of these clubs and these high base clubs and you see these women outside of black women, they know how they got to go into that VIP mm. to get the attention because it's just a minute. You see Fabulous's wife, you know what I'm saying? She was, she's one of the Puerto Rican sisters that come from the old school, so she already had that body naturally. You know, now we have enhancements. People enhancing what they already have. Right. So now you you have a woman that messes that up, and meanwhile you got a girl that's a little younger, and she has the body naturally. So it just becomes confusing because everybody's trying to be everybody, but nobody's giving nobody credit. So you got the black woman that goes into the club, she gets this, but her hair emulates a Latin woman. Her makeup emulates a white woman. Mm-hmm. The white woman, her makeup emulates a black woman, and you see all these different things. And you're like. Okay, so everybody wants to be everybody else, but nobody's giving nobody no credit. The guy twists his hair up. The guy that has the wavy hair, he wants to twist his hair to look a little kinky. The other guy wants to make his hair look curly because he's like, yeah, I got Indian in my family. <laughs> so I just feel that, you know, I think that we are um, living in hypocrisy in that way. And that's, I think we all are subject to that. The black woman is usually crying about the black men are into Hispanic women. They're usually the first ones to put a weave to their ass and know that at the end of the day, she looks, she looks just as Latin as a Latin woman that walked up in there with her. Mm-hmm. So, do you feel offended by it? Well, I don't know if it's so much offended as, you know, this is just real honesty coming out. A lot of people are probably not going to appreciate the honesty, but this is truth you're talking, you know? Hypocrite, hypocrisy, or not, it's truth. But one other question. More and more sisters today are starting to embrace their natural beauty right. and their natural hair. Sisters are stopping the relaxers, they're stopping the processing, and going all out with the natural. How do you feel about that? Or how do black men feel about that? Mm. That's a great question. Um, I'm going to tell you something, and this is, you know, according to the men that are around that we talk. That's a great thing. The crazy thing is is that a lot of black men, today's black men, are so deep into this trend of fake that the fake women are not doing that. So the natural woman is going natural, but she loves her black man, but we're not thinking about natural. So now the problem is their loyalty, black men, the black woman's loyalty is loyalty for a black man. But I'm going to tell you who loves that. Europeans love that. Yes, they do. I was just about to say that. Europeans, the European men, they are loving it. How do you feel about that as a black man? I love that. I mean, I would, you know, if my sisters, my siblings have dated a European man right now, mm-hmm. I would be all for it. Because I feel that black men right now are living in a, we're kind of in a dream world. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're far. We're, we're, we're gone. Like, 50 Cent really believes that he can get any type of woman because of his looks, when the reality is just the trend of what's available to him. Because yeah. he wouldn't do that. He, wouldn't, he couldn't do that on a regular day. So he could get his little outside, his exotic mix of mix, mix Puerto Dominican mix with black, with this, whatever. He could do that now. Because of his status. Mm-hmm. And every man that's watching 50 Cent 
wants to live in status as well. Meanwhile, the sisters, what they should do is go natural and start dating abroad and outside their races. Mm -hmm. Because the thing is, we're going to only notice the natural girl when she's mixed. So now she has a big, nappy, huge, and I say nappy because I'm nappy, but huge, nappy afro, but she's black and white. Then the girl that's dark-skinned that has the same nappy afro, they look at her differently. Why? Because she's beautiful naturally, but she's exotic. Mm -hmm. We want everything mixed up. We want our, our weed mixed up. We want our drinks mixed up. We want everything mixed up. We can't get a car without putting rims on it. Everything has to be mixed up. So I feel that the European men and white men are embracing that. And I think sisters need to realize that the great thing is, yeah, they're going back to natural without the perms and all, which is great. I, I commend them for that. But they have to be open to realizing that a lot of black men are still wanting that exotic appeal, no matter what they do. And a dark-skinned woman, a dark-skinned black woman is a lot different than a dark-skinned Latin woman a dark-skinned Asian woman. Same shade, but wow, you're Asian? Oh my God, you understand? Yeah. So it, it, it adds some type of umph to it. And unfortunately, how bad it may sound, it works, it's working. And that's what, and I would say it's working in the sense that that's what they like, for people like what they like. But the, the sad part is if a person's gay and they lend to men, it's like, oh, well, that's his choice. But, you know, a man can't, black man never gets a break. <laughs> we can't have a choice without being. <laughs> you like light-skinned women? Oh, you're a racist. Damn, you know. <laughs> and, 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 you know, me personally, I know women in all shades. Some of the best-looking Dominican women I know are dark-skinned, mm. personally. Mm -hmm. But they don't feel that way because mm. society now looks that a little different. That's another story. But yeah. if we're speaking in terms of black men, yes, they are getting more into the other side a lot more because of the mixtures and the exotic appeal and it's more, it's enhanced. And there was a time, like granted, with the natural beauty of the whole, you know, not wearing the perms and stuff like that, which was in the 1970s. And I, I dig that look. I thought it was dope. But again, if you looked around you then, that natural appeal was exotic then. Yeah. Because... Anything around it was like, if your hair was straight and fell down, it was like there was no substance. Because it was like, back then, a woman, her hair was straight, fell down, no hips, no ass. It was like, what's the point? So now it's like the hair's falling down and it's falling on hips. Right. So now it's exotic. Mm -hmm. Well, that's all honesty. And this is Ask Nathaniel. And Jillian. <laughs>